Yeah, it's episode 113 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Duh. <laughs> Obviously. Um, or do I change it to duh? That'd be funny. You remember duh brain? That was a cuss, wasn't it? You think duh brain? Uh, don't you know that you're duh brain? Uh, you got your tongue right in, in between your, your jaw and your bottom lip. Uh, you, sometimes you'd even scratch the lump you make with your tongue just to really add to really add to, to the to the vigour, the vim. So they really knew they were stupid. Real dirt brain. Oh you dirt brain. Uh, just scratching your chin. Remember as well when you used to fart, you used to chin it. To say that you didn't fart. You have to hold the bottom of your chin. Did you not do that as well? Chin it. One, two, three, chin it. Jinx as well. Don't want reminiscing about the school times. Jinx. Say something at the same time as someone else. Jinx, one, two, three. No one can speak. To, you can't speak to someone says your name. And you used to abide by these stupid rules as well. You'd be sat there in class. Teacher points you out. Darren, could you answer the question on the board, please? Actually, no, I wouldn't be able to talk because she said my name. If she didn't say my name, what are you doing? Stop messing around. Can you please talk? Okay, get out of my car. <laughs> ah, yes, it is Sunday, uh, 10 past 8 p.m. I'm sat back in the car. I'll just fire this out. Um, what donuts to eat? Expensive donuts. £2.50 per donut. We went to a donuttery. Uh, what's the name of the donuts? Dum Dums? Dum Dums in Watford. Watford. Um, in the Into. Into Shopping Centre. That's where me and my fiance, fiance, uh, we was there. Getting my ring. Got my wedding ring. That's a bit early, in it, Darren? No, no, just get stuff sorted. Organise your goddamn lives, people. Also got my suit as well. That's a bit early, in it? No! Organise your goddamn lives. Uh, she got a new phone as well. Oh, she got upsold the shit out of. She went to the Apple store for an iPhone 8. Because she doesn't need the latest phone. That's what she said. She came out with her iPhone XR. <laughs> Woo! They, they upsold... The shit out of her. She's left her box in the car here, which I'm sat with. So uh, I was meant to come in and and give that to her so she could finish setting up fine. But I'm just sat here recording this episode of the podcast. But what's been happening this week in my life? Because, again, it's another week where I just haven't really watched the news. Like, Darren, how do you write topical jokes? I don't write topical jokes anymore. That's how, that's how I, I write my jokes. If it's... Before I used to almost chase the news to find out some topical shit. But I'm more intrigued by things than other people are. So what I do now is I only talk about topical shit if the news has reached me without me making any effort. You know what I mean? So the fact that there was a new Madeleine McCann documentary, that kind of shit. Like, oh, I didn't even look for that. But it's it's come across my radar because so many people are talking about it. That kind of thing. Um, did Jacinda Ardern, Ardern, New Zealand Prime Minister, what? Hasn't she just gone up? I swear to God, if you Google Jacinda three weeks ago, she would not have come up. Now, top thing. 
because of her uh, human behaviour. She now got projected onto the side of the Burj Khalifa. Or is that... I don't think that's the tallest one. Maybe it's a different Burj. I assume Burj just means tower. Um, but yeah, she's... Her face projected on it, hugging a lady. And, um... I don't know, is this this white saviour complex? She hasn't done anything herself, really. She's just been a human. And it's like the world's fucking shocked. Just like, oh my God, what? She's showing a bit of empathy. Oh God. She needs a Nobel Peace Prize. I bet she will. I bet she'll get a fucking prize. And it's weird. It's like, it's not that she, it's not that she doesn't deserve recognition for what she's done. It's just it shouldn't be something so amazing to stand out in this day and age. That's what it is. It is something stand out, so she deserves recognition, but it shouldn't have been stand out. You know? So the whole like, Chris Rock bit where he goes, and someone goes, yeah, I look after my kids. It's like, you're meant to look after your kids. So, you know, it's that kind of thing, man. But, hey, whatever, whatever. But um, what, what has been going on this week? Mon- what I do Monday? Um, I don't know, I've, I've lost my diary. That's good. Yeah, see, I used to have a paper diary, uh, a leather-bound diary, small one, used to fit in my pocket. And the reason I had this diary is because, um, for whatever reason, visually, having electronic diaries just don't work for me. Like, I will miss appointments because it just doesn't jump off the page, or jump off the screen. Whereas if I write it down, I can see it, I can open up a week at a time, and be like, oh yeah, look, first I'm doing this, Friday, I'm doing that. So, um, so that's why I like my paper diary. Plus, if your phone ever fucks up, hey, your diary's gone, innit? What? It's one thing I didn't have in mind, though. The very realistic chance that I could lose my paper diary. And that's what happened this week. So, I don't know where it is. Um, I th- and so now I've got a computer diary. Like, like, like a like a like a modern adult, like someone who actually lives in 2019. Uh, my diary's now on my phone, and I think I've remembered every appointment except for. But this week's fine. It's next week. I feel like I have gigs next week that I haven't wrote down, and because of that, woo, it's gonna be all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, it's gonna be all kinds of fucked up. But hey, we'll see. Probably get some angry text messages from people going, you come to gig or what? I'm like, ah, shit, sorry. I'm so sorry, I lost my diary. But, um, yeah, so usually I'd have a little flick through my diary, see what I did this week, but I, I don't know. I don't know what I did on Monday. Uh, what was Monday? What was the date on Monday, 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 Monday? Can't remember. I think I just went home. I think I just went home on Monday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I remember what I did on Tuesday. What I did on Tuesday. I gig twice on Tuesday. That's what I did. I was at uh, I was at Hoxton Iron Stag in the Hoxton Hoxton Square. Jay Handy's gig, aka White Jesus. And then um, I f- flipped over, hopped over to the Tap Room in Angel uh, between Angel and Highbury. That was that was a nice little room. Um, gigged with uh, Desiree Birch. She was the headliner. She was fantastic. Really good, really, really good, man. Uh, but yeah, had fun, had fun down on Tuesday, Wednesday, chilled out, went to see what men want at the cinema with Taraji P. Henson. Uh, what, what does the P stand for in Taraji P. 
Henson. Who knows? Who knows? Let me have a quick Google. I don't know. It's not important, but I'll carry on talking about the film while I look for that. But, um, yes. Do you know what? It was, it was a simple film to watch. You know, it's what men want. My suggestion, ask a man. You know, a lot of these films are like that, isn't it? I just don't understand men. I just don't understand. What, that's what I thought the film was going to be, one of those ones. I don't understand men and... She's going to go all around the houses to find out what a man wants. And then she's asking directly. And he's like, well, oh, I just wanted this. P stands for Pender. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what a Pender is, but all right. Fair enough. But um, it was a fun film. I, I can't say go out and watch it. I mean, if, it, if it's made by a black director... Then yes, go out and watch it because that's me keeping it raw. But <laughs> if it's not, then then don't bother. You can you can miss this film. You haven't missed out on a historical moment. You're fine. Um, but what else I've done this week? Thursday I gigged, and then what happened to that gig? I was put on first, and what happens when you put me on first is uh, I, I will I will shut the gig down if you put me on first. Okay, but if you put me on first and I don't know I'm going on first, then I may not be ready to go on stage and I may not do too well. And then add on to the fact that I may have been drinking since 4.30 that day, then it's, it's, it's never going to be a great, great show. So what happens when I get drunk um, before I go on stage and don't know what I'm going to say? I, I say what comes to mind or what's in my mind. And if you heckle, then I am going to just start unloading. And that's what happens. I, um, and I don't like heckling. I'm a guy that likes doing material. I don't really like banter. I like a little bit of banter with the crowd, but I don't want to be ruining people's evenings. You've come out to watch some comedy and you've got this guy that's been a dick shouting at you. But people weren't being shouted at, seemed to like it. <laughs> As to be fair, one of the guys I cast... He uh he tweeted saying that uh, that I was really funny. So there you go. That was that was nice. That was nice. Then Friday, Philio Huff. Oh, I was I I opened for him. He had his hour there. This guy's a monster. He's planning to do four hours. He's doing an hour each month. That was his March one. He's got one in April. He's got one in May, and he has one in June. The one in May special. Why? Because he's doing, because I did 10 minutes on this one here. But the one in May, he's splitting that with yours truly. Yes, I will be doing 45 minutes to an hour. He predicts I'm going to do about 70 minutes. Um, he says, you're going you're to enjoy yourself and get carried away. I don't know. I'm setting 45. Anywhere between 45 and 60 minutes. I'm going to do. Um, so, we'll... We'll be posting and advertising that soon enough. He's he's got another one in April to do first, but we'll be doing one in in May, May twenty fourth at Fontaine's. Fontaine, my cousin Fontaine's here. Um, so we'll be in Fontaine's at Stoke Newington, Stokey. Um, so keep keep save the date. That's that's my little e save the date. Um, Friday, and I'll be on stage for an hour. Chatting shit. Um, right. So that's what I did then. 
But what what else did I do this week? So this would be just talking about my week. Uh, watched was married at first sight as well. That was fun. Married at first sight. Um, if you haven't seen that show, the show's fucking amazing. It's where these two people pair together based on scientific like ex- experiments. Like they've had psychological assessments, behavioural assessments, all these different kind of mental and psychological assessments and questionnaires and what their dream person would be like. Psychometric testing, all that shit, put it to the computer. Here's your dream partner. Boom. Is it match it with this person? And then they get a little call to yeah, we found your uh, we found your match. You're going to be married in a week's time. And the first time they meet them is at the altar. Well, not at the altar. It's not church. It's a civil ceremony. I mean, I'm not religious, but I fucking hell, respect religion. I think your priests be like, you're having a fucking laugh. You know what I mean? You don't actually know each other or what? Yeah, yeah, you know we do. Now, see, how do they get around that, like, legally? Because, yeah, I had to prove that me and Opie wasn't a sham. They asked me questions about her. Like, what's her full name? And da-da-da. Like, questions that are easy to answer if you're good at stalking people on Instagram, right? But, <laughs> what I'm saying is, there, there seems to be some kind of, is this a sham or not? You have to answer what the, like what your dad's job is, what the partner's dad's job is, all that kind of stuff, so... I mean, I don't know how to get around it. But anyway, this week's episode, go watch it. Um, I mean, I'm predicting it's not going to work out. Because she said that, oh, you know, I seem to only attract bad boys, so I'd like to not be with a bad boy. Anyone who says they seem to attract chatting shit, all right? You don't seem to attract anything. You are attracted to own your shit. Not of women. I just seem to attract dickheads. No. You are attracted to dickheads. Because for every attribute, there's a positive and there's a negative. Right? That's that's what I believe. You know that someone who's really determined. Oh, that's so great. I want somebody who's determined. Flip side of that. The negative side of that determ- determination coin. They can be fucking arrogant. Or ignorant. They, you can't tell them shit. They're stubborn. See what I mean? Someone who's determined when they're doing something that you want, amazing. They're doing something you don't want, you're telling them not to. You're not going, oh my God, he's so determined. No. Stubborn prick. See what I mean? Someone who's generous. Oh yeah, they're so generous. What, what? There's no downside to someone being generous. Is there not? Hey babe, just looked in the joint bank account. Uh, Where's that money gone? Okay, to my friend, he needed it. Generous. Fuck off. See, so there is a downside for every kind of attribute. Okay. So her saying she only seems to attract bad boys. Lying. She's attracted to bad boys. What she probably attracted? Confidence, probably. Confidence or that independence. So he doesn't seem clingy. I like that. He's so not clingy. He's so not clingy, he had sex with me and hasn't called me back for three weeks. But he's so independent. Um, so, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, so I don't think it's going to work. Because this guy really isn't a bad boy at all. To the point, he has no mandem. No lads. 
No mates, geezers, pals, chums, guys. None. His best man was a woman. And his whole group. Women, his stag do was just women. And his mum was just like, yeah, it's really nice that you've met someone. This is very strange, but you know, finally, maybe, grandkids. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think it's grandkids. I think he's... Man, this closet door is very... It's jammed. Gay. Yep. That's what I think he is. And for whatever reason, he has not been comfortable to step out. But then, I did. here's the funny thing though, right? This is the fucked up thing that... Because I'm very in, introspective. So I thought, oh, this guy, this guy must be gay. He must be gay. He's like, he's 39, just hangs out with women. He doesn't. That he's not trying to have sex with. And he, has, he just doesn't have any kind of, a, like, you know, masculinity, aggression about him. That toxic masculinity, you need a bit of that. Because, you know, gay, gay men are masculine. You know, I mean, there's nothing more masculine than... Being with another dude, you know, it's actually quite feminine being with a woman. Women are soft and lovely to touch, but um, <laughs> no, but they're a bit introspective. I was like, wait a minute, am I now saying this guy's gay because he manages to maintain friendships with women without trying to have sex with them? And then everyone's talking about it. it's like, oh, he's such a lovely guy. It's like, shit, maybe he's just such a nice guy, and I don't know because of the world I live in. The world we all live in. I don't know what a nice person looks like anymore. So I see it and I go, oh, that's strange. I've got to call him a name. Why is he not a bit more of an arsehole? I think that's what it is. I'm just not used to nice people. I mean, I know nice people, but not like really nice. You know? I've got people, you know, who'd buy me a drink, but they wouldn't give me a new, like, they wouldn't give me their kidney. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, but it's just an interesting show, but I'm very interested to see how that, that turns out, that one, but, um, yeah, I watched that this week as well, did I watch anything else on TV this week? Not really, um, what's I been doing this week? I've gone back to men, well, I said gone back to mentoring, I, I was, I was off when I was in Australia, um, so this is my f- first session back, and it's my favourite session of the year. It's called the audience with our children. Um, I don't really go on about my mentoring that much because it's one of those ones where it's a double-edged sword. Because one, I don't want to talk about it so much because I'm not doing it to get any kind of props for doing it. But then if I don't talk about it, then I'm not actually doing the job I'm meant to do, where is actually advertise it and make people aware that we exist and we're there as an organisation to to mentor. Uh, black boys and girls, including mixed race kids who are obviously half black. I mean, if you're half Chinese and, and half Indian, then I mean, with a hundred black men of London, we're, we're not here for you. But <laughs> well, if you if you're half black, or if I think as well, we've got a few kids who come to organisation who um who say, for example, are half black half white and then they have like a younger brother or sister who's white see what i mean but it's a household there's black in the household and so there's no real harm there and that kind of thing so but yeah man um 
yeah, I don't really talk about it that much, but we had to, oh, I think, with the audience of our children. And what it is, is on one side of the room, it's the diamonds. So that's what we call the children, the, the, the children we mentor, or the diamonds. And then parents on the other side of the room. And we have, we put questions on the board and we debate those questions. And, uh, you know, one of them was about the use of technology, how long should kids spend it? And that was brilliant because, like, the dive, their parents are saying, just talking in general terms. You know, I think kids nowadays, they're under much more pressure online and the, the risks online are much greater. Like, when we were younger, we didn't really have computers and now we're older. It really is just downtime for us. That's what online is. So, yeah, I spent a bit of time with technology, but, I mean, I'm not being peer pressured into things. I'm not seeing things I'm not meant to see. That was like the kind of parents kind of approach. Very, like, balanced, I felt. But the kids, oh, shot sent. Listen, yeah, the parents can talk about us being on computers and phones too much, but when I come home from school, my mum's just on solitaire. Then she's on Facebook. She even asked me to set up her Instagram. I was like, whoa whoa kids whoa all the smoke but the most interesting question though it was about uh single parenthood and co-parenting and uh sadly but realistically if you look at if you looked in that very room on the parents side there was about 40 adults and two only two of them were men it's only two fathers on that side of the, of the wall of the thing whereas obviously kids 50 50 chance of a boy or a girl Mixed boys and girls, and a lot of them growing up in households where the father's not there at all or lives in a different house. And the kids were just so honest about the effects of that Um, and their relationships with their fathers and their mothers, whether that be the mum being there, being a single mum, whether the fact is it's the mum who's who's absent or how they feel about their mum maybe having obstructed their father from seeing them. That came up a few times. Kids asking, like, why does my dad need to be in court to see me? In the sense of, one, why does he need, does he not want to see me? That he's having to be dragged to court to pay child support. Or the other one where, why isn't my mum letting him see me? There's kids out here who don't see their dads. And where this guy's having to actually pay fees, go to court to get access to them. And it was just... And just kids just like so much honesty and rawness and saying, you know, how they don't rate their dads or they do or they're trying to build a relationship. They wish they had one or they'll always have the door open for them or the door's shut now. And it was it was amazing. It was just flipping amazing. And the support they showed each other as up had me crying. Yep, that's why I had to tell off one of the diamonds. I said, look, because he was crying, telling his story. But, you know, in like a stoic kind of way got his story out you know he was crying he was he, he initially a bit upset a bit embarrassed that he started crying and then he was like no 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 i'm i'm saying what i've got to say and like one of his boys they're only 14 just like these kids are 14 boys like boys and girls but i feel like girls are much more you know if one of their friends cry they'll put their arm around it they, they know to do that because you know women are more fucking human right but Boys, we don't learn that. And it was just so beautiful to see like a 14-year-old boy struggling, but being honest, being vulnerable. And his boys' reaction to that is, come on, man, you can do it. It's cool. Come on. Don't worry, man. Head up, head up. Come on, carry on. Carry on telling your story, bro. 
I was like, Jesus Christ, this this brotherhood's beautiful. <laughs> uh, no, it was lovely. It was just lovely, and it was great, and it was um, it's one of those things that just made me realise, yeah, that's why that that's why uh, I do the mentoring thing. It was wonderful. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Just wanted to say that. Just wanted to say it, it left me in a really good mood for the weekend and stuff. Then um, I said, then went to the gym. My shoulders fucked. I'm always, I'm always fucked. Um, something I said on the podcast for I've got a stupid condition, HNPP, hereditary neuropathy from and liability to pressure palsy. Which means that I just get numb parts of my body. And this happened a few weeks ago, so I've been avoiding going to the gym enough. Well, let me just go and just don't overexert myself. And uh, I had fun. Gym was cool. I had my headphones in, listening to music, listening to my podcasts. And I'll tell you what, I swear this is, someone needs to tell ladies in the gym, there are other muscle groups in your body other than butt. It doesn't always have to be arse. Every step master thing. You know those steps? Women. Squat racks dominated by women. Then just like any kind of jumping exercise, leg extension. All just working on leg, leg and ass. <laughs> and what were the guys working on? Still, still the same. Chest, 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 arm, chest, 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 shoulders, chest, 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 arms. So, um, see me. That's how the gym works, man. That's how it is. There's, two, man, there's these two gymnasts in the gym. It was fucking hilarious. They were just there doing their handstands, up like vertical push-ups. It's like, Jesus Christ. And there's me trying to do some flipping back extension thing with my bad shoulders. So he's like, ah. <laughs> but, oh, oh well. Um, right. I think it's time for Dear Deirdre because... I haven't really spoke about much, really. Not much. I mean, um, it's now his birthday coming up, actually. That's nothing you talk about. And um, got her present. She just told me what I should get her, which was very helpful, and I appreciate that. Because I, I don't know, it's just the difference between men and women on their birthdays is it's flipping wild, isn't it? Women. Explain this to me. Why do women get so excited about their birthdays? They get so excited about their birthdays, yet ask a woman how old she is. Uh, pardon, excuse me, can't ask a woman how old she is. Ask her, you know, women, ask a lot of women, they they hate the idea that they're getting older. But yet you make such a fuss about the year, the actual moment you go up a different year. You continue getting older every day, I get that, but you, on the form, boom, the number changes. I'll tell you why women like their birthdays, because they're the centre of attention for the day. That's why their wedding's such an amazing day, because they know they are the centre of attention. As the groom, you are just chief guest. You are the first guest to the wedding. All right? Maybe even third behind the actual person who's carrying out the ceremony. Yeah, I think that's probably it. You won't be the last thing to be fair. Actually, if you actually think about it, so 
to a woman, you're, you're yeah, after because he's envisioning her wedding. So the registrar, the vicar's going to be there. All of her girls are going to be there. All of her family's going to be there. That's already been planned from years ago. You, you're feeling that vacancy. You're like a kind of, you know, like when you get a computer game character and it's that kind of Matt Gray default. No character selected yet. That's you as a guy. And each guy she dates, you get slotted in that position into her head. And she goes, hmm, maybe, hmm, no. And then you get on one knee and you give her a ring and then she goes, all right, guess that's the guy who's now in the dream. <laughs> but that is her birthday, so she's told me what to get her. And um, she needed this flipping eye concentrate shit thing as well, right? That I said, I'll get you one of those. She goes, I'm running out, so I'll get you one of those. It's fine. It's the only little small bottle. It's like, what the fuck? That's, it's not even a proper present. She's like, I'll have it for my birthday. It's like, fine. That's all weird. It's not even a real present. Little, you know, stocking filler, if if you will. Anyway, so it's these Kales. You know, Kales, K-E or K-I-H-L, Kales. Never heard of them before. I had to Google it, try to find it. I had one near my office. Go to it. Uh, this eye gel. And um, I walk to the shop. Everyone works in fucking lab coats. I'm like, why are you in lab coats? So like, do you make this stuff on site? Because it doesn't look like you do. Small shop and your stock room backs onto an itsu. So unless you're like chopping up and grinding down sushi to make this eye mask stuff. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, get in there. See a little small bog. Do, do you need any help? It's like, no, I know exactly what I'm getting. Don't try to upsell me. Piss off. Picked up the little bottle. It's like, this is it. Turn that over. Boom! 50 quid. So I was like, Jesus Christ. So well, maybe economy of scales. There's, look, there's a bigger bottle there. Might be worth getting that one instead. It's double the size. Let's get it. Guess what? Double the size, double the price. Boom. 4 Yeah, it's double the size, double the price. Ridiculous scenes. So, naturally, I've got the smaller one. <laughs> Romance. But it's the size of the one that she already has. So, you know, it's not like I've, I've cheated there. Um, then, so yeah, so pay for that. Also, I need to get her something from, um, from Holland the Barrett, right? And I've never used these principles of petting. I don't know what happened. But I went in there. And I need to get her a receipt because she's got a gift card. She's got like a loyalty card. So she wanted to claim the points on that, right? I go in there. Pay, do you want a receipt? I was like, yes, please. And he said, oh, sorry, mate. I um, can't print the receipt. Um, have a good day. I was like, Whoa. I don't know whatever reason. It's like a switch in my mind. Even though, you know, I was trying to get the receipt for her. There was a switch in my mind that went, no, but out of principle, it's my right to have proof of purchase. So I was like, but I want to receipt. He's like, pardon? Like, he's never heard anyone say this. Go, I, I want a receipt. He's like, oh, I, I, okay, let me try and print it off a different machine. It's not working. Now I can see him. He's actually panicking. He's sweating. He's now pressing buttons. Now he's asking his colleague, excuse me, I, I, whatever reason the system won't let me print a receipt. So his colleague's like, yeah, try this or that. Tries it, fails. He said, um, yes, yeah, sir, it's not coming out. We can't get your receipt. I was like, but I 
I want one. I used to be the real dick. I was like, I, w- I want a receipt now. Get me a receipt. So you say, oh, right, um, okay, have you got loyalty cards? I said, no, I haven't, but my fiance has, and that's why I want the receipt so she can get the points. He's like, oh, okay, um, okay, uh, how about I just, uh, I'll refund it, uh, then we'll try and put it through again on a different machine. It's like, fine, he's trying to refund it now. Can't refund it, why? Because he's got no receipt. Fuck's sake. You need to scan a receipt to do a refund. He's got no receipt, can't do it. So now he's there going, oh, okay, here's an idea, but what's that? Because if I take out a, a loyalty card for you, then I can do the refund. I was like, right, cool, but what we're going to do with this loyalty card? Like, can I transfer the points from this loyalty card to her one? He's like, oh, no, no. So can I just take a name and address? I'm like, no, you're not, you're not taking a name and address. Email address? No. You don't need any of my information right now. Give me a fucking receipt. Or give me a refund. And he was like, okay, so you don't want the loyalty cards. I was like, no, I want a receipt. And he's like, um, I can't, I can't get it. And I realised this was my lunch break. And I'm really shooting myself in the foot. So I left it. <laughs> That's all that for there. Right. Let's get dear dude. Let's get two of them because I need to go in and eat some donuts. Uh, right, I'm having sex with my uncle's girlfriend, who's on the verge of leaving him. Brilliant. Um, he is my dad's brother. Oh, God, so you're going to get beaten up by your dad and his brother. A couple of years ago, my aunt divorced him for cheating when she found out about his girlfriend. About this girlfriend, sorry. He is 53, and his partner is only 37. It was his daughter's 21st birthday, and engagement party. All right, wow, huge. A big family doing a hotel. We were all staying over, which was a bit weird because my aunt was there too. Well, I see. Everyone's getting drunk and requesting their favourite songs from the DJ. Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. Play the conga! Do, do, do. Um, right, my uncle and aunt were getting sentimental together when his girlfriend ran up and grabbed my hand to join her for a dance. Okay, yeah, because they're all reminiscing. Fine. She looks amazing. I normally see her in uniform. She's a beauty therapist in a spa uh, where I work doing maintenance. I'm 22 and single. Jesus, here it comes. Here it comes. I wanted to hold her near me, but I could feel family members' eyes on us. So I backed away after the dance and went outside for a cigarette. She followed me and I told her she looked lovely. She said nobody had paid her a compliment in a long time. When my uncle wasn't so loving, that my uncle wasn't so loving now, they lived together and seemed to blame her for his divorce. I mean, uh, okay, he, he did cheat with this woman on your wife. So, I mean, it's partially her fault, but a lot of your fault, Unc. Anyway, I thought she looked sad, so I asked her whether she wanted to go to my room for a private drink. Uh, I mean, if someone looks sad... You could just buy them a drink at the bar, but I mean, yeah, your room, why not? She said okay, and I kissed her when we got there. Then I slid her dress down and saw she had piercings in her belly button and one of her breasts. I'm not sure how that's useful. What was she trying to do? Like, you try and do like dot to dot? You got, do you have magnets in your pocket or something? Like, why is that relevant? 
Let's see. Maybe hang something off her nipple. I always thought she... she uh, I've always thought of her as older, but when I saw the piercings and the little heart tattoo on the inside of her thigh, I looked at her in a different way. Like she was naked? Yes. Um, she has an amazing body and the sex was the best ever. We spent almost an hour together and then she said she'd better get back to the party. We'd been seeing each other uh, regularly for sex, sometimes at work. She says she's on the verge of leaving my uncle, who doesn't appreciate her. I love her, but I think I'm out of my depth. Yeah, mate, just enjoy the bang. Okay? Sometimes don't complicate a messy situation. That's all I'm going to say to that. Next one. Size matters. My girlfriend never wants sex, and I think it's because I'm not well endowed. I mean, if you've got that small penis confidence and attitude, then that's probably what it is. Because you've got a small penis, but you're proper arrogant and just about life. Uh, she won't complain about your small penis until she breaks up with you. And you know what, Gary? Your dick was small. Well, that's small when I was with you last week. It's like, yes, it was, Gary. It was. It's always been small. It's disappointing. Anyway, um, we've been together for two years and we used to make love all the time. Well, your dick ain't got smaller, has it, mate? So what are you playing at? Now it's once in every couple of weeks, if I'm lucky. And I ask her why, but I get no response. I'm 32. She's 29. I've asked her if it's because I'm not well endowed. She says no. But what else could it be? Well, that, that is some real small dick lack of confidence. That's... <laughs> <laughs> How can you suddenly be thinking that after two years, unless you've been bagging her with small dick energy, going, oh my God, I'm so lucky. Like one day she's going to realise my dick's tidy. Unless you've been wearing one of those penis extenders. I don't know. I don't know. Um, right. Let's see another one. Jesus. Dear Deirdre, I watched my wife have sex with another guy after I rigged up some secret cameras in her house. I love her. Should I confront her? Why Why were the cameras there, man? Uh, but the answer is yes, straight away. It's always wrong to snoop. You know, you're not allowed to look down someone's phone. You're not allowed to fucking hide cameras in your house. But if you do and you do find something, it's kind of hard for the person to have a leg to stand on. Because that's the thing. If they find the camera and they're not cheating, then you are done. But if, the ca- if, but if the camera comes out because they were cheating, then what the fuck do you have the camera for if you're not going to confront them about it? I'm going to put these cameras here to see if she's cheating on me. Oh, my God, she is cheating on me. Oh, no. How can I bring this up to her? So, no. You confront her. Anyway, she joined Facebook six months ago, and, and it was... And it has caused all kinds of arguments since then. I'm 47, my wife is 43, we've been married for nearly 20 years, and I have two kids who've left home. I caught my wife sending private messages to a guy during her first month on Facebook. She isn't very tech-savvy and leaves her phone unlocked, so it's easy for me to check. She's tech-savvy, mate. She wants you to see that. She probably even knew the cameras were there. Probably looking directly at the camera. Going, you like this, do you? Do you like this? Hey? Hey? Anyway, um, I wasn't happy at what I discovered, but didn't say anything. I think she went on Facebook in order to chat to this guy. Uh, she'd met him through her job. She's she's on the till at a supermarket. Uh, in the last message, this guy said he was going to pop round one night when it was convenient. I worked nights, so they arranged for him to come over one evening last week while I was uh, 
Well, I was out. That's right. I bought some spy cameras and put one in the lounge and one in the bedroom while my wife was working. This sounds like it's going to be an absolute disaster. When I watched the film back the day, after he'd been around, I, I could see my wife was clearly getting ready for him. What, just warming it up? Warming it up with the Dongmaster 3000? With seven speed settings? <laughs> she put on stockings and suspenders and a sexy low-cut top and short skirt. I bet she looked wonderful. For whatever reason, how bad is this? Because it said she works on the till in the supermarket, I haven't got her looking sexy. She's wearing all that stuff, but I feel like she's going to look like a melted dessert. Um, <laughs> anyway, he arrived and he had bought uh, wine and chocolate. Oh, coming through like the milk tray, man. He looked to be in his 30s. At first, they had just sat talking and then he start, then they started touching and kissing and then went upstairs where they both lay on the bed and she gave him oral sex. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But he couldn't stop watching. They went on to have full sex. I've watched the film of them over and over and it makes me feel sick. Now, I think it makes you feel hard, mate. I mean, he's going to make you, he's going to make you feel sick, but I think he's going to make you feel both. You keep on watching it, you're just like, whoa. Oh, God, give me another tissue. Um, <laughs> they agreed they would do it again. But I'm not sure when my when and my wife seems to have started deleting and hiding their messages. Tell she's tech savvy. We still have sex, but she insists I use a condom. Oh, God. Well, does he go bareback then? And you use a condom? Oh, Ewa! You're married and you're the one wearing a condom where this guy is just there blowing her back out. Bareback. Jesus Christ. I don't know whether I tell her what I've seen or keep it quiet and hope it all blows over. It's not blowing over, mate. Like I said, the only thing blowing is her mouth on his dong. Anyway, um, part of me feels like ending our marriage and walking away after 20 years together. Um, I think that's, I think that's sensible. Um, I think that's what you need to do. I think your marriage is over, my friend. Right, um, that is the end of the podcast. Um, like I said, the thing I wanted to announce. Uh, no, I need to send the email first. I can't announce it yet. But in the meantime, May 24th, I'll be doing 45 minutes an hour. Well, my show, Philly will be doing the same as well. So if you want to see that crazy dude, uh, check that out. You get a bit of insight into his into his personality if you go to uh to banter is it banter cast we've got our youtube stuff on um if you go and check that page out and you'll see all the shit that we have been chatting about um little, little clip there um give you a little insight into his kind of personality but he's a funny funny dude man uh so go Check that out. Ban- Banter Bash Studios is what it says. Right, cool. So go to that on, on YouTube and see that. Right. That is the end of the pod. I've got to go in, eat some donuts, drink some tea. Laters. <laughs>